eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, middle of the work week. It is a Wednesday. We will try to help you get through this lousy Wednesday for just 20 minutes or so. Well, really 30 minutes or so. Because we got a whole bunch for you. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, once you add the warm-up show in there, it's like 30 minutes. We got a lot going on. A lot going on. Now, uh, you and I played the big lottery, Mega Millions, yesterday. Which, by the way, I want my money back. I bought five tickets. It was not for $2 billion. We did not win the $2 billion. No, no. It wasn't for $2 billion. False advertising. Oh, $1.6 billion or something. Turned out to be one point five four. Really? Yes. Now that False doesn't make sense because it was 1.6 billion yesterday. Wait, like in the morning, and they didn't get the expected numbers really? at the end of the day. I thought people would be piling in. I actually got nervous when I was going by my stop and shop yeah. to get the lottery tickets because I thought it was going to be a big line. How was the line? There was only one or two people, but some people are so slow. Oh, that's not a big line. No, it was not a line at all. But the people who were in the short, very short line. Painfully slow. Well, I had to go to Kohl's to return a sweatshirt for my son, and there was two people ahead of me, and it took a half hour. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. Like, let's go. And until... it wasn't the people behind the desk. It wasn't their fault. I'll just say that. Stupid customers. This was a combination really? of the people behind the counter Did talking. You, I was just saying you had a chatty customer service Oh, my rep. gosh. Yeah. Talking to the problem. people about, what would you do if you won the billions? Oh, my God. Get lost. <laughs> Now, one of our tickets we did get two numbers on, but I looked on the website. You get nothing for that. Nothing. Some woman called me and said she got two numbers and she got $25. Really? Yeah, but it's. I looked. You have to have the Powerball number two, which we did not. Oh, that we didn't have? We did not. That would have been cool to win like 700 bucks. Oh, my. That would have been tremendous. That would have been good. It would have been worth the $5 investment. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we did not make that, Jerry. Yeah. Let me see what stories I have for you today. I did get a quick, uh, I did see a quick story that Kellogg's is bringing back Honey Smacks cereal. I didn't know it went away. Me neither. You know what I saw today? A cereal? Syrup flavored Cheerios. Syrup flavored Cheerios. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds good. They do have a lot of different flavored Cheerios now. I don't even know that. They they do. Yeah. It's too much because 
they the the perception is like if you get regular Cheerios, they're somewhat they're not unhealthy. Right. They're I don't not think. the healthiest thing to eat, but they're not bad for you. They're, they're not, not bad for you. you, right? It's not a lot of sugar. No. It's fine. We we only eat regular or honey nut. And I know honey nut's got sugar, but yeah, so, those so, are good. Yeah, they've made all of these other Cheerios with the idea in your head you'd think Cheerios, I feed those to small babies. It's gotta be not bad for you. It's better than pancake syrup and hash browns. But maybe not syrup flavored Cheerios. That These are, sounds I think like, it's maple syrup flavored. That just that sounds, sounds like sugar. But delicious. But you'd be better off because I do this with uh I have oatmeal in the morning, I get plain oatmeal. Right. And then I mix in pure maple syrup. Right. A little teaspoon. Yes. Knowing you. Yes. Exactly one teaspoon. So if you did that with your regular Cheerios, I bet that's better for you than most normal people put the milk in, though. Yeah. I well, I put milk in. I do put milk You're going to mix syrup and milk? I don't know. Is that not right? I don't think you want to do that. Oh, so you're saying with the syrup-flavored Cheerios. Yeah, these aren't going to come with packets of syrup in the box. Got it. These are syrup-flavored. Maple-flavored. Maple-flavored. Yeah. Syrup. They sound delicious. Yes. The best cereals are the ones that taste the best and just the yeah. worst for you. Like, to me... I would never eat them anymore, but Lucky Charms, I love. We eat Lucky Charms all the time. What are you, what are you missing? Oh, no, I know what I'm missing. No oh, that's full of sugar. Now, what I won't eat are Crunch Berries. Those are awesome. Why wouldn't you eat Crunch Berries? How could that not be all sugar? Oh. At least with the Lucky Charms, I feel like I can pick out some of the marshmallows. Right. How bad is it really? Although, don't they now put in extra marshmallows? That's, I don't, I don't that's know. I haven't had like. them in a while. I don't know. I like frosted mini wheats, but I haven't eaten them in years. Also frosted, used, no good. So how about this? When I was working the overnight with Joe, and I was the overnight anchor, Yeah, I had a routine, which is pretty good because, I mean, at least when I could sleep. You had a food routine. I did. I used to pack the milk and frosted mini wheats in a, you know, like a Tupperware container, and I would do my midnight update. 12.05, I came out, and boy, I look forward to yes. those Frosted Mini Wheats every night. And I would eat those every night. And then 4 a.m. was my sandwich and my apple and a bag of pretzels. I did that, I swear to God, every Sunday night through Thursday night. It had to have been for three years before I broke the habit and the routine. But, like, every day I did that. Yeah. Pretty wild. I do that here. I have my routine. You've had your routine ever since I've known you. I have a banana at uh, 4.20. Right. I have a, an oatmeal with maple syrup at uh, 5. Right. And then at 7.20, I have my Fiber One Bar with... Your peanut butter powder. Powdered peanut butter, which I mix with water. Right. It's delicious. I look for When I see that uh, we're going to that break at 7.20, I get so excited because I'm starving by then. I'm sure you are. And then you go run out for a store at 11 o'clock for lunch. Yes. Or like today, I brought a sandwich. Oh, you did? Well, that's right. Look, that's because you went to Stop and Shop yesterday. I did. Got went it. to Stop and Shop. What do you think of this story, Jerry? A, uh, a dog owner in Quebec had to pay $800 after his dog got out and impregnated the next door neighbor dog. The judge ruled that this dog owner owed child support somewhat to the dog owner next door whose dog he impregnated. Well, I would think that's nature. I was just going to say the same thing. Isn't that like the circle of life? Circle of life. Right? Dog gets older. Dog finds a mate. Dog has a, has a little puppy. Well, you would think most people have their dogs spayed and neutered, as they say. It's amazing how many don't. Really yeah. is. Yeah, I, we did that with the, with the dogs I had growing up. Our cats, we've always done that. My family, too. Yeah. We never had a dog with balls, ever. 
That's your dog of, should not have balls. Just looks weird. It does look weird. There was a picture online. I gotta see if it was a. You're gonna look. You're gonna Google image search dog with balls. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be weird. I want to, but I don't know if it's. I don't even know if I want to say it because I don't know if it was real or not. Okay. How does an elephant do it? Reproduce. The action. Yeah. The act. How do they do it? I would think the same way. Like uh, the, uh, most of these animals do it doggy style. Right, so... That's what I would think an elephant would do. Yeah, that's exactly how they do it. So the picture I saw last week that was circulating online <laughs> were these two people on, like, a safari, and they were sitting on an elephant. There was an elephant that came up from behind. <laughs> and mounted their elephant yes. that they were on? <laughs> it could have been Photoshopped. Maybe they were on horse, but I don't know. Isn't, but it looked hysterical. Isn't that funny? We're... <laughs> We're the only species, like, that I believe doggy style is not our first choice. For, I know for some people will go, oh, my first choice is dog. But yeah. in the animal world, they all do doggy style. So elephant, so if anybody wants to see it, just, <laughs> just search elephant humps female. All right. It's a female elephant, obviously. Female elephant, got and, it. And um, it's actually a video, too. It's, and the look on the people's faces, the one yeah, woman. nervous. <laughs> One woman's on the back. She's got like her head in her hand because she's embarrassed that she's on the elephant. Yeah, and that's doing the act. Right, like in some ways, did she participate in that event? And then the people on the one that it's uh, enjoying, I guess you would say, yes, have a look on their face of horror. Right, what are we doing on this elephant, dude? <laughs> you talk about bad timing on a vacation. These animals are very uh, horned up sometimes. I guess so. I guess so. Nature, right, Al? Nature. So if you have a dog that still has its testicles, know that you could be hauled into court. You know what's so funny, too? And then I'll get off this topic. All right, Jerry. <laughs> because these photos live forever. Yes, on the internet. <laughs> so like three or four down, there's a picture of just a regular guy. and It's slugged man-humping elephant kitty ride. <laughs> He's uh, humping a ride, on per- like as a joke because he for thinks real? it's hilarious. Oh, he thinks it's hilarious. Could you imagine if he ever went for a job and someone did like yeah. a Google image search of him? Oh, we found you. <laughs> you immature little man. We found you on the internet. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Boy, all these shows put Michael Rappaport on, huh? That guy gets to be on every show. Okay. Well, he's got a podcast, doesn't he? There are certain shows that will never turn down a guest. Like, no matter who it is. Like who, Al? Like, I'm sure I could get any guest on the DA show. I'm sure I could. Well, why don't you try that? There's certain... I don't know why why shows... A great idea. Okay. Since you have... Since you're so hilarious and you want to give your friends (laughs) phony lottery tickets and tell them they won 10 grand when they won nothing. Right. Why don't you send out an email? Okay. I don't know how you would do uh, this. But one of my other email addresses I would use. Yeah, but it can't say your name. Right. I have one like that. You have a phony one? <laughs> really? I do. Oh, how? Okay. We learn something new about someone every day. I have a phony email address. Use that and call yourself a representative. Okay. For someone that has no business being on. Right. And see if his producer accepts it. I, I should do that as an experiment, not just his producer, because it's not just I'm not I, I did single out the DA show, but 
I could get it on many shows across, huge shows across the country. I know, but it's fun if it's here. Because most shows will always take a guess. Well, a lot of, but you got to understand Good something. Lord. In a lot of cases, a lot of management likes it. I mean, I looked at the Jim Rome lineup the other day. The, uh, Jim yeah. Rome is as successful as what at what he does as anybody. And I thought of you when I saw, like, the Appalachian State head coach coming on at right. this time and this writer's coming on at this time. And that's what, you know what, if that's what your boss wants, that's what you do. You put right. guests on. But here's here's who doesn't put guests on. Shows that have to get high ratings. So all these shows that, that are putting guests on are shows that are on all these different you stations know, that aren't looking at the ratings. Mike Mike puts a lot of guests on. I know. Mike's all about ratings. The True. Michael K show is all about trying to beat Mike. They load up on guests. And my argument to them would be, if you didn't load up on guests, might you have a better shot? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Like, I had Steve Young on the other day. Okay. It was it was funny. It was great. Some guests are going to be bad. I don't think right. you know. I'm sure when Mike puts Pat Shermer on, he now knows it's probably going to be boring. Right. But it's Pat Shermer. And there are giant fans out there that are going to, watch, to right, listen but, to it. But I, I don't think any of these shows actually look at the quarter hour ratings for when they have a guest on versus when they don't. Oh, that could be. You might be right. You might be very right about that. I don't yeah. know. I know there there are there is value in guests, but it's got to be the right ones, in my opinion. Right. I don't want to just hear some writer from the Bergen record. Right. Guys that write books, guys that are beat writers. Sure. It's enough. A lot of guests. It's a lot of guests. And there's so many shows now on so many sports networks and radio programs and podcasts. That was the great thing when podcasts first started. It was just podcast. It was the podcasters. Right. Now they all have the same guy. Yeah. And we have a, we put a guy on like, uh, let's say, Bill Burr, who we put on. on right. The, the, on this He's program. everywhere. He was everywhere that yes. way. Legitimately on every radio show, every popular podcast. He was everywhere. They're just everywhere. Went to Sirius after here. Right. Uh, he was everywhere. And forget it. Uh, I'm, an, I'm a subscriber to Sirius XM, right? Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. And I see sometimes I'll follow them on Twitter and they'll they'll show like different guests. On. I'm like, what shows are these guests going on? They'll be like the fourth or fifth most popular person on This Is Us, the TV show. Like, who is this? And what channel are you going on? <laughs> and why? And who's hearing this? Yeah. I guess someone's hearing something. I don't know. I, I don't know. You're a serious guy. You know the deal. Very is this serious. a good time now to let the audience know that we'll have John Flaherty tomorrow, Ralph Vacchiano? No. And, oh, we're not going to have them on? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You're right, though. A lot of times you're right, Jerry. Bosses like guests, even though the bosses, you would think they would look at the ratings when the guest is on versus not on. This is why you need to get into management again. Because sometimes we will actually pay guests to lose ratings for us, which makes no sense. Well, why don't you become management? That could be a next step for you. That doesn't sound like... This sounds like I'd be more famous doing this. Uh, Mark Chernoff's in the newspaper an awful lot more than you are. He is very... Oh, awful lot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Could I do this podcast? Why not? I'm not, I'm not kicking you out. Okay. Of course. You're the boss. You can do whatever you want. That's right, Jerry. I'm the boss. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I'd be walking around, no guests today? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> That's good. All right, Jerry. Uh, here's another story for you. What do you think of this? You know, brides brides like to be thin on their wedding day. I think that's something that uh, we could say is pr pretty much universal. 
I would think it's yes. How about this bride in New Zealand? She secretly fed her sisters Uh fat smoothies. She told them they were slimming smoothies for weight loss. She made them fatter so that she would look better on her wedding day. That is wrong. I like that. That's ingenious. No, you can't do that. That's terrible. Uh, The newlywed, her name is Penny, she confessed to making slimming smoothies that were actually very fattening, to which her sisters put on weight before the wedding instead of losing weight. I mean, it's your sisters. Now, I will say, if they have a sisterly relationship where they're at each other's throats, all good. But if that was something that she did because she didn't have enough willpower or desire or motivation herself to get off her ass and exercise yeah. and go on a real diet, that's horrendous. Terrible. Horrendous. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. Did you lose weight when you were married? I'm not married. Oh, because you like weigh nothing. If I were to get married, though, Jerry, I would try to well, lose weight so I'd look thin in my think, suit. I think you, uh, your girlfriend might be feeding you the fatting the fattening shakes. right here here's some shakes could you not look emaciated for our wedding day please do you think i still look emaciated i feel like i'm uh, putting on weight putting on weight describe like give me the definition of that to you uh like sometimes i look in the camera my face looks a little fat anybody's face can look fat when you pull your face into your chin yeah like this yes you find it's a matter of when you're <laughs> when you're just standing up and you have six chins that's a problem you are still very thin okay and i see that because you're Legs just sway in your pants. Well, my legs don't count because people can well, have very thin legs and have a big where belly. Do you think a lot of true, but a lot of weight comes from below the belt, <laughs> right? But it is true. Thighs, yeah, ass, that can be a lot of where the weight comes from, right? So, hmm. I think a lot of my weight comes from my bottom half, below the belt. Very thick thighs. Thick thighs. I do have thick thighs. Very, I have very thick calves, mm-hmm. especially compared to your toothpicks. I have very small calves. Right. So it depends on the person. Now, my belly needs to go, too. I'm not going to say it doesn't. But I think the biggest problem for me is that. Big, fat-ass thighs. But if they're muscular. Sometimes. Not so much others. <laughs> like, you don't have fat on your thighs. No, I don't think you have the... You don't have that... Uh, I don't know what the right word is. You see the like the lines in your legs. Like sometimes you see that. You see that with women in bathing suits sometimes. Oh yeah, where it looks like they sat on uh, like people sat on gravel driveways. Yes, something like that. Cottage cheese, they call that. Yes, for both men and women. I do not believe I have that. I've looked. I don't see it. You don't see cottage cheese. No. So I think I'm good there, but still a lot of weight can come from there, and you simply. You're top heavy. It's, it's actually amazing to me that you don't fall over when you stand up straight. <laughs> I don't have any balance. I will tell you that. Yeah, because very... you have no weight below the belt. I've seen even thin people that have uh, the the um, the skin looks like they sat on a gravel driveway. I'm sure. I, I'm not surprised by That's, that. That's uh, also d- with age as well because of the skin elasticity. That could not be as it. Much. Also, it depends on if you're doing squats, if you're working out at all. Right. So that's the way it happens. By the way, Ke- we got Kevin and Bean by like a week. What do you, you mean? Kevin and Bean from K-Rock in L.A.? Yes. They just posted on Twitter the story about the girl that baked the ashes into the cookies. Is that right? Yes. They're We're doing ahead. that now. It's 7.37 out there, Western Pacific time. We're ahead of Kevin and Bean show. They are doing that story right now. We were three days, four days ago. Easily. Right? Was last that last week. Thursday? Last week. How about that? 
Stuff gets out to the West Coast a lot oh, later than here. Yeah, they don't have the internet. <laughs> no, I think they have the internet. And then let me leave you with this, Jerry. A new study says that you probably have some plastic particles in your poop. Microplastics, they're called. Uh, when they took stool samples from volunteers, imagine volunteering. I'll give you a stool sample. Who's sam- doing that? I'll give you a stool sample, sir. Are they paying for this? Uh, probably. They took stool samples from people in Europe and Asia and found that people had microplastics in their stool. Most of that came from food packaging. You know, when you uh, food is packaged in plastics and that sort of thing, and sometimes people don't fully unwrap it, something gets cooked. That's awful. People are eating microplastics. Did I ever tell you when I cooked the plastic into the pizza? No. So one of the first times my mother... Uh, my parents decided to leave me home alone watching my brother, who's two years younger than me. I had a friend come over. I want to say I was probably, was probably 12. Maybe I was 13. I don't know. It was right around that age. No, I couldn't have been because of the other I was 12. And so I did. I actually, at 12, I used to make mac and cheese on the stove. I was pretty responsible. I was good. She'd be in the other room and I would make it. Everything was fine. So. She decided instead of ordering pizza because they didn't want a delivery man coming when they went out, she went out and bought one of those pies that you put in the oven. Nothing I hadn't done before. You used to do the Stouffer's French bread pizza all oh, the time I in the those. oven. Right. So it wasn't crazy. So she put the oven on before they left, and I had strict instructions. Put the pizza in when the thing beeps. As soon as it's done, turn the oven off. I will call you from the restaurant to make sure the oven's off. Great. So I put the pizza in the oven. All was good. I knew I had to wait 12 minutes for the pizza to bake. I go to open it. I didn't realize I'd put the pizza on a plastic tray. <laughs> I had plastic melt, ruined the stove. Wow. My father was furious. He had to buy a new stove the next day. <laughs> I thought you cooked the pizza with the plastic still on the pizza. Oh, no, no. I cooked like plastic into the pizza. Wow. Not plastic wrap. I mean like two-inch plastic. Yeah, it was, that was a problem. Yeah. So that we didn't, we had cereal that night. Probably so, Lucky Charms. Probably with extra marshmallows. You want this to come full circle? Sure. All right. So they just released what the Mega Millions winner in South Carolina is going to get for the lump sum payout. Okay. And I also have what the um, official number of the prize was. Okay. The official number of the prize was $1.537 million. Mm-hmm. What do you think the lump sum payout is? $820 million. $514 million. Wow. You get 33%. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. Now, if it's that much money, why would you take the lump sum? Why wouldn't you take the 20-year payout? It's so much money. And you're surrendering probably about 10%. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Well, it's still an insane amount of money for a person to have. Oh, I so could, I could burn through that. No, I mean, <laughs> but if you think about it, you're still going to be paid in 20 years. Well, I don't even know what that'd be. So if you got 700 million, mm-hmm. 10 years would be 70. You're getting 35 million dollars a year. Be like a football player. Yeah. Well, whatever. So that's what it is. All right, Cherry. The warm up program is next. We're done. We are for now. For now. But the warm up got it. Is next. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. 
Use it on your roof oh, already. Oh, it's a wacky Wednesday. That's what they say as Al's making faces into the camera. Al Dukes, how are you? You're a baseball player today. Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, I'm wearing my baseball uh, undershirt. Yes. Like the shirt you'd wear under the shirt. Correct. So I'm wearing, I have a new thing I'm starting this, that I started this fall, and I'm going to do through the uh, winter. You're going to wear clothes every day. Undershirts. Undershirts. Under I've everything. I've been doing that for years. But then you got to wash two shirts. <laughs> What else you do you double, have to do? But that means in the winter, you double your laundry. <laughs> it's an extra shirt a day. It's not doubling. Unless you're wearing um, like sweatpants under your jeans, you're not doubling up everything. Right, it's an extra T-shirt. Also in winter, your shirts are thicker. Thus, you could fit less in the laundry. Al, you're one person. Good thing I only wash my jeans once a month. You are pathetic. Like, what else do you have to do? The laundry? Other than uh, laundry? We, well, you live in an apartment building, so you must have to travel, right? You go to a laundromat? No, I have laundry. Oh, so you actually have a yeah. washing machine in your apartment? Yes. So it takes how long to load the washing machine? I don't know where the time goes, Jerry. <laughs> I'll tell you where it goes. Netflix and salmon. <laughs> That's where your time Probably goes. Probably just thumbing through Twitter, unfortunately. That's how where boring. all my time goes. <laughs> Jerry, I read something this morning, which I, I was taken aback when I saw the headline. An actual article. It, well, no, the headline first. <laughs> the headline. And sometimes our brains do this thing where you, when you're scanning things, you miss a word or two sure. in a headline. And I was not the only one who was thrown off by this headline. Former Yankee pitcher Phil Hughes also tweeted about this. Really? Here's the headline. It's because the New York Post. The headline is, Yankees radio voice before John Sterling dies. Okay. But when I glanced at it, you see Yankees radio voice, John, John Sterling, Sterling dies. Right. And yeah. Phil Hughes did the same thing. That's why you got to read the whole thing. Why would you write it? I don't it? know. Like Phil- I, you would write, you should just write former Yankee voice passes. Or how about give the guy's name? Oh! That too. Like I legitimately thought John Sterling passed away. How long were you thinking that for? Uh, about five seconds. Same time it took to load the laundry. <laughs> less, <laughs> less, a little less time. But I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, he's good though. John's we better fine. have a tribute going today. Yeah. That's no, what I was John's thinking. John's good. John's okay. He'll be back for another season coming up in uh, April. And even I'm not giving you the guy's name. Let me see. His name is, um, I need my glasses. It's a bad job by you. A terrible you job right by over. me. Uh, Hank Greenwald. Passed away at the age of 83, Jerry. I would not have known who was the radio voice before John Sterling. Me neither. He's been doing it so long. I guess the paper didn't think he'd know either. That's why they threw John Sterling's well, name Well, how long it. did he do it for, though? I didn't get that far. With the third paragraph? Yeah. As soon as I got <laughs> past the headline. Long time, I wouldn't think. I don't know. I'll, I will check that during the break. You, I'm going to Google that right, uh, when the that. program is starting. Yes. Uh, very started, yeah. Very strange day for quarterbacks yesterday in the NFL, Jerry. How so? Well, one, a Raider quarterback, Derek Carr, had to come out and say he was not crying on the field. Right. He tweeted this. Not one tear. Not one time. I believe that. Because of the way Didn't Eddie the, even said yesterday when he broke his leg, he just sat up and said, uh, someone come help me. I broke my leg. Yeah, he said he was yelling for someone to help him, but he was not crying. Sure, I could see that. Men still do not want to be caught crying. Even no, in this, even, even in a bad movie, you don't want to be caught crying. No, even in this era of men being sensitive, Jerry, emotional human beings that you we cry? are. Uh, I do cry. You do? I get sad at movies and things. Hmm. Give me, give me the last movie that you cried at. I'm just thinking about you over here. <laughs> that was a clip. I brought a clip, Jerry, of the last time I was watching a movie and uh brought me to tears. <laughs> Why don't you come into the bedroom now, Jerry? 
<laughs> give me a movie. Forget what you were doing with your girlfriend. Yeah, I can't think of a one right off the bat, really? but I do get caught up in movies for okay. sure. Sad movies or like gory movies? No, not gory. Sad or something sad happens right. or touching, a touching moment. But Derek Carr does not want you to think he's a crier. Well, he doesn't want his team to think that. Right. That's very clear. Right, because people thought he was losing the locker room because he was crying. Right. Not true. Not one tear. Not one time. I have the answer before we move on. Oh, about uh, the Yankee announcer? And his All name right. was? Hank Greenwald. Two years. Two years? He did 1987 and 1988. Mm. Prior to that, Spencer Ross. I did not know that either. Look did at you this. Know, I, did you, Eddie, did you know that? I did not I know did. that. Really? Of huh. course Eddie knew that. And then Phil Rizzuto for a long time. Oh, right. Phil Rizzuto. Interesting. He was the, Phil did the radio? Because I remember him on Channel 11. He did do radio, yeah. With Bill White. Yeah, he did radio with Frank Messer. You know what his catchphrase was, Jerry? Holy cow. (laughs) Shut up. I'll use. (laughs) Remember I told you there was a weird day for NFL quarterbacks yesterday, Jerry? And I gave you Derek. What else? What else was a weird day? Uh, Second one. When he was traded. When it was Eli Apple, <laughs> I did turn I on the wonder. radio at one point. And I heard Evan say, so they got a fourth rounder and a seventh rounder for Eli. I was like, what? Wow, that's a bad job by him. And then he immediately, he's like, that's Eli Apple. I'm Apple. Like, oh, my God, you can't do that. Right. Because, you know what, I was thinking about it, a fourth and a seventh. I'm like, okay. I'm right. Like, Eli's 37, yeah. not playing well. What are you getting for him? Right. You were in shock that that's what no, they I would wasn't. get. No, not at all. For an Eli Manning. Well, the Broncos have a backup quarterback. His name is Chad Kelly. He got arrested. I think he's the nephew of Jim Kelly. Okay. Former Bills quarterback. What did he get arrested for? Criminal trespassing. Evidently, he was incoherent and wandered into some rando person's house. Now, is this like a synthetic marijuana deal like Belichick had to deal with in New England? Uh, We don't know yet. There was word that the Broncos had a Western-themed party in the neighborhood. Whatever that means. I guess you dress up like cowboys. It's Halloween before Halloween. I guess, yeah. So he wanders into this person's uh, home. Right. And the homeowner did not expect a backup quarterback in his home. Or just some random dude. Or a random dude who was uh, sitting on the on the homeowner's couch mumbling. In the house. In the house. <laughs> to which the homeowner, Jerry, this is an interesting move, took a vacuum cleaner and hit him over the head. <laughs> well, what would you do? <laughs> I guess you're I would, afraid of your own shadow. Yeah. You'd pull out a steak knife. Well, you don't want to. I think this was a great move by the homeowner. You don't want to stab somebody. No, but even you, if they're in their, I didn't your say home, he would. I said so, you might. Right. If you walked into your apartment and you saw some random guy on your couch. Yeah. Well, you probably run the other. I would way. run the other way. But if I was in my home and a guy came yeah. in, have you ever I, gotten to the wrong car? Uh, close. I had a guy. When I was at a Wawa, you always talk about Wawa. When I, you know, the the ATM and the gas and the yes. coffee, you can't do it in the middle of the night. Well, I do. And there was one night I was at the Wawa, not in Mawa, but the Wawa. And a guy just like opens the back seat and jumps in the back seat of my car. I'm like, dude. And he's like, oh, who are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, who are you? And the car next to him was the same as mine. I've done that where I've jiggled the handle. I've done that, too. And I go, oh, wait, Because the car, car looks the same, yes. and you're just not thinking. Mm-hmm. But I've never gotten into the different car like this guy did. Right. This guy got into the wrong house. Wrong house and yeah. took a vacuum cleaner upside the head. That's a tough day. <laughs> and then this is a strange one from the world of baseball, Jerry. Uh, the Red Sox. I uh, remember Chris Sale was trying to fool the media and said that his stomach issues were based on his belly ring getting yeah. infected. Mm-hmm. 
Well, now the Red Sox are rallying around that, and if they win the World Series, many players have committed to getting... Belly button rings? Piercings. Many of them mentioned getting nipple rings. A couple. You? You really no, I'm out for nipple that. Rings? No. Did you ever see the Impractical Jokers when, I forget which one it was, one of their punishment was nipple rings? No. Brutal. Yeah, I'm not interested it's in like that. It's like clamp it. Yeah. To make the, oh, God. You're like, why would you want it there? I don't know. So the guys want to. So hmm. Red Sox players may be getting those. I get, I can't see J.D. Martinez getting nipple rings. Can you? Uh, I cannot. Uh, certain players, but other guys, sure. Ian Kinsler. Or belly. Like, they some said belly rings. Why? That How used to be earring? a. Have oh, you right. ever seen the one that goes through the eyebrow? Yeah, the eyebrow or one. Or through the nose? The piercing. There's one that goes just in the back of your neck. Feels like, it seems like it hurts. It seems like it hurts very much. This would be. Here's where you know Al Dukes has had too much to drink one night. When he comes in on a Monday with a tattoo and a nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. You know, if you're going to choose one of those when you're not tattoo. thinking, or no, you go piercing because oh, no, that gets removed. Well, listen, it depends on the tattoo. I'm not saying you put something embarrassing on your face, but a tattoo on the arm, why not? I watched someone get a, a tongue piercing once. Another it, thing that's got to hurt like hell. It pops like like that. Sounds like a snap. Well, I guess it's a one and oh, done, too. snap. Right. Once it's done and it's pierced, it's pierced. Yeah. But isn't there also like you got to... You have several days of making sure it doesn't get infected. Yeah, like I know when Bob got his tattoo, I know he like, he couldn't take a shower for three days. You got to keep it covered at least that spot. Basically wrapped it around his belly. You have to put Vaseline on your tattoos. <laughs> How do you know? I've seen you guys with on your ass Vaselined <laughs> arms, and they go, "It's my tattoo. I've got a Vaseline." The way you lose weight, your tattoo would like shrivel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I loved Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, and he had a giant. Dragon t- tattoo you on his chest. You were going to get one, you? A big blue one. You ever have that rebellion period where your no. parents were like, who is this kid? Maybe when I listen to Ozzy Osbourne. Right. But now Ozzy Osbourne's like 70 years old. That looks horrendous. It on. can't look good. Oh. We have to take a break. Speaking of looking good, that would be Boomer and Geo. Uh, they come up at the top of the fence. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. Red Sox beat the Dodgers 8-4. Giants straight Eli Apple to the Saints. And uh, you've got the Knicks tonight playing in Miami. And the Nets are in Cleveland. The Rangers did win. Yeah. I see Janoris Jenkins might be next, Jerry. Maybe. Jackrabbit is his nickname. It's weird because you read it, and one of the articles I read was he could be on the move because he still has some game, and, I mean, okay. Is anybody calling about him? So this is a time, like, now Giants tickets will be cheap to purchase on the secondary market, right? I would think at one and six, I would certainly think so. We'll be filled with the uh, opposing team's fans. Yeah, I would think so. And then people will call be like, there are so many Cowboy fans. Yeah, well, don't sell them. Easy answer. I suppose. I mean, it's still an event. That's the one thing I always wished I was a Giant or a Jet fan, to have, like, season tickets yes. and do the whole tailgate thing. If the game stinks, fine, but you get the three hours prior to the game. Attention, it's a Notre Dame Fighting Irish fans. Attention, Syracuse Orange fans. 